This is the History of the World podcast, Illuminati Debrief. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, here we are again for some more debrief. And this week's episode was about the Mongols. And we've been waiting a long time for this episode, haven't we? We've been skirting around them, talking about them uh, indirectly, whether it be the Japanese, the Koreans, the Chinese dynasties, and uh, even um, when talking about Western cultures or, or cultures of the Middle East. We've been talking about the Mongols and their arrival, but now we actually get to talk about them head on. And uh, what an interesting story about the the origins of Chinggis Khan. And um, we have to call him Chinggis Khan these days, really, because it's uh, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's um, we can also talk about the city of Beijing, which is the going to be part of the subject of the next episode, the Battle of Zhongdu, which is um, the ancient or, or certainly the Jin dynasty's name for the city of Beijing. But of course, um, certainly in my lifetime, I remember people referring to Beijing as Peking. And it really is just one of those things, isn't it? It's, um, it's real Chinese name is Beijing. And... Uh, the the name Peking is really what um, Western explorers took back to Europe with them. And they said, oh, there's this great city in China called Peking, um, because that was their interpretation of the name. But of course, um, nowadays we, ha- we call it Beijing. Certainly when the Olympics were held there, we didn't call it Peking at all. Uh, but we have such things, don't we, as Peking man. Uh, because Westerners referred to the the city as Peking, and um, obviously Peking Duck, many people like their Peking Duck, obviously named after the city. But um, also that relates to what we're talking about in terms of uh, this episode when we're referring to Chinggis Khan. It's that it's once again it's that. Westernized um, version of his name, Genghis Khan, has now been um, has now been proved to be um, somewhat incorrect, really, in terms of what we should be calling him, Chinggis Khan. And then, when you read literature now, many of the books uh, actually refer to him as Chinggis Khan in the more recent books. Certainly, um, when I went to the Chalk Valley History Festival in twenty twenty two, I listened to. Uh, Mary Favreau talk about um, the Horde, which is um, somewhat the, the western, um, the western part of the Mongols. So as the Mongols um, expanded into a huge empire, they they split off into four um, distinct entities or polities, if you like, and one of them was the Golden Horde. And uh, in her book, Mary Favreau. 
concentrates on the Golden Horde, but refers to uh, Genghis Khan as Chinggis Khan and spells it as such. So it really is the modern way of thinking. We we see this in a in a great number. Of, it doesn't just happen with um, uh, with sort of exonyms. Like, so it's it's not just really westernised versions of um, places or names elsewhere in in the known world. Of course, um, we used to refer to the Celtic warrior queen uh, Boudica as Bodicea. So we've like history has tried to revise her name um, according to what we believe that it should have been. So we see this a great number of times during history, this this changing of names to be correct, this correctness or uh, this uh, desire to, uh, to to have correctness. So um, interesting to note that. Anyway, what we do during these um, debrief episodes, we talk about the source material that we used. And often when I'm in my local town, I'll drift into my local WH Smiths, which uh, for those of you who don't know, certainly if you're you're British, you'll definitely know what WH Smiths is. But it's, it's, uh, it's like a a shop which sells stationery, books, magazines, uh, fundamentally, um, and, uh, you know, games, board games, that kind of thing. So it's like, a, it's a, it's, um, it's quite a popular chain of shops in the UK. And, um, often I, I find myself, um, drifting into this shop and having a look at their latest bookazines which and if you're not familiar with bookazines they're um they're they're like magazines but on a given subject so like where you get magazines often an episodic magazine isn't it or a monthly distribution these are magazines about a given subject so they're somewhat like a book um but in magazine form and um, some of them are very interesting. One of them um, that I noticed was uh, Chinggis Khan and the Mongols. But the problem I've got with these bookazines is on a couple of occasions now, I've bought a bookazine. And because I've got so many of the things now, I've bought one believing that I don't own it, only to come home and realise that I did buy it at a, a time in the past. So... Um, I'm not blessed with having the greatest of memories anyway, if you ask anyone who knows me. But uh, that really does uh, accentuate that uh, the fact that um, I, I've got a bad memory. So I was looking um, in WH Smith in the last couple of couple of weeks, uh, saw this, oh, that's handy. Look, Chinggis Khan and the Mongols. I'm just about to write about that. And then um, I had a, a moment in my head where I thought, actually, I've got a feeling I've already bought this. Sure enough, when I got home, I had already bought it. So I did the right thing by not buying it on this occasion. But certainly, in this week's episode, I did refer to that publication and it was very, very useful. Another book that I do have is The Mongol Empire by John Mann, which is a very uh, good, small, comprehensive book about the Mongol Empire, which helped me to make sense of the history that I was reading about. Um, 
So that was, you know, it's always good to have a book that specialises in the subject uh, that you want to read about because you can normally trust that the author is an authority on that very subject, which you you can still get reliable information from other sources. And uh, there's a there's maybe two or three books which I dipped into in order to get some more information. Uh, but they they weren't specialising on the Mongols. They just had uh, sections of the book on the Mongols. One of them is the Almost Complete History of the World, which is a book published by Pier 9. And it really isn't um, necessarily a history of the world uh, book, so to speak, as more so a, uh, a book which targets particular uh, events and aspects of history. Um, in a chronological format the other one um, is a book called war the definitive visual history published by dk and it's a monster book and i was very very excited when i bought it and i think um i think i actually bought it at the same um at the same chalk valley history festival 2022 that um i um i saw marie favreau so uh, yeah, just links the two books together there. So two uh, two books um, which link to the Mongols that I brought on the same occasion. The other one um, is a, a a neat little small book called The Great Empires of Asia by Jim Masalos. And um, so really, it was those five particular sources that I. Uh, that I used in order to learn a bit more about the Mongols and give you a decent publication. And, of course, the usual web resources that um, that I rely upon to triangulate information that I'm reading about. Um, I've often thought maybe that I should publish the web pages um, that I use for my episodes. So all of the books that I use certainly go into the bibliography page on the history of the world podcast.com website but um, I think some people would be interested in some of the links that I use and the link section of the website is has gone very stale it's a, it used to be a very vibrant page but it's uh, it's sort of been neglected now it's like a bit like a garden that's been that's not been mowed and the flowers haven't been looked after it's sort of in that condition at the moment a bit overgrown and uh, in need of a bit of TLC so maybe I'll uh, revamp that page at some point, which um, really sort of gets me around to the final thing that I want to talk about today, which is the maintenance of this huge project, the History of the World podcast. And of course, um, in my uh, desire and passion to make this uh, as as good a project as I could possibly make it, um, I've um, I've created a lot of web pages and uh, signed up to a lot of social media pages and and I I created maps for the episodes. Um, also, I've I distribute gifts to uh, patrons of the of the podcast. All of this takes time and effort, and um, this is one of the things that I've been struggling with more recently, is the ability to manage the podcast, as well as alongside managing my personal life, and, and still being able to find time to sort of enjoy myself, really, make time for myself, so 
um, that that is a bit of a juggling act. And um, I know that I've fallen behind a lot on the maps. Uh, I did create one this week because I'd made good progress in uh, the writing of the most recent episode. And so I'll endeavour to try and do that. It's just really a case of managing my time. I also distributed a number of uh, gifts that are long overdue to History of the World Podcast Illuminati members. So if, you, if you're one of these people who are, wa- who are wondering where your gift is, um, you may, it may be on its way to you now. So never fear, I will, uh, I will surely catch up with all of those things now that Christmas and New Year is out of the way and we're into a new year and I'm into a bit more of a routine again with the podcast, something that I lost a bit towards the back end of last year. I now have a, a set routine which is very helpful in terms of organising my time. So hopefully the project will... Uh, improve again and get back to what we know and like anyway that's it for this week that's it for this week's debrief Uh, a little bit uh, more of a uh, an insight and a chance for me to wear my heart on my sleeve when it comes to the podcast itself so um, we'll be back next week with some more masters of war we're going to we're going to move on in in that little uh, project again the history of the world podcast magazine ahead of more mongol activity in two weeks time until then have a great week everyone be good